Before we start, I want to thank you for tuning in. If you're enjoying this content and would like to stay up to date with new episodes, don't forget to subscribe on YouTube and turn the notifications button on. And if you'd like to support this content, then I would appreciate a review or comment if you're listening to this on a podcast platform. Enjoy. Have you ever heard of the 10,000 hours rule? This idea that says for you to become great at anything, you need to spend 10,000 hours focused on one thing, on one thing only. What do you think of that? This week's episode is about career diversification and specialization. I would love to hear people's opinions and take on this matter. And I know that there are two schools of thought out there. Ones who believe that specialization and focusing on one career or path or skill is key for you to establish your skills in one field and that could bring you positive attention, which is you know, what the 10,000 hours rule talk about. And others who believe that exposing yourselves to various industries and sectors might come with a big advantage. And that is adding a diverse set of soft and technical skills to your toolbox, making you more versatile as an employee and opening doors of opportunity as a result of that. Welcome to a new season of the One Day Podcast. I'm your host, Omar Al-Majali, and each week I'm here to discuss powerful concepts around business, mindset, or life, and often share the stage with some of the brightest and most interesting minds of the Middle East to help me do so. Happy to have you here. Enjoy this one. Have you ever heard of the 10,000 hours rule? This idea that says for you to become great at anything, you need to spend 10,000 hours focused on one thing, on one thing only. What do you think of that? This week's episode is about career diversification and specialization. I would love to hear people's opinions and take on this matter. And I know that there are two schools of thought out there. Ones who believe that specialization and focusing on one career or path or skill is key for you to establish your skills in one field and that could bring you positive attention, which is you know, what the 10,000 hours rule talk about. And others who believe that exposing yourselves to various industries and sectors might come with a big advantage. And that is adding a diverse set of soft and technical skills to your toolbox, making you more versatile as an employee and opening doors of opportunity as a result of that. The reason why I want to cover this theme today is because I'm sure that specialization versus diversification, this whole dilemma, is on the minds of a lot of young professionals today and it's something that I struggled with. Some of the questions um, we ask ourselves are, should I take this job? Will new, this new experience help me get a promotion in, in, in the future? Or will I be wasting my time trying to master something that I'm not good at? Should I stick to something that I have done for so long because I'm good at it? If I move into a new industry, does that mean that I have wasted time and effort in something else that I was good at? Those are just some of the questions that a lot of young professionals out there um, who are trying to establish their careers would normally ask. And I don't think there is a right or wrong. There's definitely advantages to each. I personally have a preference, but I won't share that now so that you guys don't think that I'm biased. Let's start with advantages of specialization. So the first thing that comes to mind is self-branding. It's great to want to create a niche for yourself and be known for one thing, because that could earn you positive reputation and could give your career a fast track growth. Job specialization is also something that can boost productivity. When you focus your efforts on one thing, you become so good at it and hence efficient. And that's always good news to any company out there because that brings companies economies of scale. 
And because of that, to a lot of companies, workers who have specialized skills can be more desirable than people who have general skills. Um, and that could be a selling point for those who wish to specialize in their, uh, in their careers. On a similar note, and a third advantage that I could think of for specialization is that those who have a specialized skill are, are more often than not to be offered higher packages and offers from companies due to the niche skill that they offer to the market. Because if these companies are looking for you and for your specialized skill, that means your value is indispensable to them as a business and as a company, and you've got the upper hand in negotiations. Now, on the other hand, we've got the diversification of skill school of thought. And here I'm going to reference a book that I read called Range by David Epstein. And in fact, this was a book uh, that was recommended to me by one of my guests in season one, Noor Suede, who is a founder of a venture capital fund called Global Ventures. And this book has inspired me to um, tackle this topic in this episode. And in this book, David, the author, does extensive research on specialization versus diversification to see which is better for your career and for your life potential. And throughout the book, he presents evidence that proves that diversification is actually better for you. And in the book, he talks about the 10,000 hours rule, and he references Tiger Woods as being that example that everyone in the world of business and, and, and corporate look up to, since he represented that 10,000 hours rule as someone who started playing golf at a young age and stuck to that and became extremely successful. But similar to the success of Tiger Woods, we've got the very successful Roger Federer, one of the best tennis players in the world. And the way Roger approached his career was very different. As a child, he actually dabbled in many other sports, including skiing, basketball, tennis, skateboarding, and even badminton before getting into tennis. He believes trying this diverse collection of sports has helped him develop some crucial skills such as hand-eye coordination and it got him to be this versatile athlete that he is today. And he didn't start playing tennis until he was a teenager, which shows us that it's okay to try things out before you actually decide on you know, the path that you want to take for yourself, for your career, for your passion, for your interest, whatever that might be. Another interesting finding that the book highlights is this comparison between Nobel Prize winning scientists to regular scientists. And in, a, in the research conducted, it was found that those, who, those scientists who have won Nobel Prizes are 22 times more likely to be doing something else on the side that's very different from their field of research or science, such as being an amateur actor or a performer of some kind. So the point that the book is trying to make around diversifying your skills and exposing yourselves to different industries and spaces is that it would allow you to think outside the box and look at problems from a, from a very um, creative perspective rather than from a very narrow and focused lens um, that you would if you were a specialized um, professional. And just like there are companies that appreciate specialized talents, there are many out there who look for generalists and people who can bring various skills to the table. So if you're someone who has been experimenting and doing different things, don't stress out. Just remember that Van Gogh, the great artist, worked in bookstores, he was an art dealer, and he was even a preacher before becoming the artist that he was. So now we discuss some of the advantages for both scenarios, diversification and specialization. When it comes to me, I'm definitely someone who is more of a 
diversify your skills sort of person. That's a personal preference. My career trajectory hasn't been the most straight line. And today I'm in this space in my life where I want to uh, experiment more with industries, sectors, and professions before I set my eye on one thing for a few years. And the reason for that choice of mine is because I genuinely hate to box myself in one thing and stick to it. I started my career in consulting, but I did not want to be labeled as a consultant only. So I threw myself uh, at the world of government and technology. I've also ventured into the online business world, experimenting with digital marketing and e-commerce, and been doing things on the content creation side, like this podcast and the film side. I've been going on film sets just to expose myself to this world. And I like that. It keeps my brain stimulated and excited. And more than anything else, I'm in what, what, what this exposure gives me is data. Data as to what is it that I like, what is it that I'm good at, and where can I head next when it comes to my career. The other reason I'm doing this today, experimenting with various career choices, is because one of my biggest fears is that in 10 to 15 years, uh, I would look back uh, on my life and regret not taking risks or not exposing myself to industries that I've, that I've been intrigued about and curious about. And more than anything, my fear is that in 10 to 15 years, I don't want to be stuck in an unfulfilling career and then find it hard to change because that's all I know. So my thinking is why not experiment now at this age, take risks, find out what is it that I like before committing to a path for uh, a decent amount of time. And by the way, it also doesn't have to be one way or the other. You can be someone who is specialized, but very adaptable. Or you can be a person who has a diverse set of skills, but one of those skills happen to be a specialized one. The important thing here is for you to identify your North Star or where you want to head or go in life and then reverse engineer from there. Your path is your path and you make out of it whatever you want. And most importantly, don't stress about it. We are all here trying to figure things out. No one has it fully figured out. In fact, a lot of the successful guests I've interviewed over the past two seasons in my podcast, they all share similar stories of how they were unsure as to their career paths and they were lost in certain uh, phases of their lives. And that a lot of them also admitted that they don't have it figured out even to this day. So trust the path you're on. Don't listen to the outside nose. Tune in and follow that heart. Hope you enjoyed this episode. See you on the next one. And don't forget, I want to hear your views on this topic. Um, so in the comment, on the whether it's on YouTube, um, any podcast platform or Instagram, tell me what you think about this topic because I'm curious to hear what other perspectives are there out there in regards of this. See you on the next one. Hope you enjoyed this episode and that you were able to pick up a thing or two that could help you on your journey of growth. If you would like to hear more conversations like these, please do subscribe on YouTube or through your preferred podcast platform. You can also follow more content and get in touch with me on Instagram at one day.thepodcast. Till next time.